and welcome to Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have Gina Limbrick, actress, stunt performer, motorcycle enthusiast. We can't wait to speak to her today. How have you guys been doing? You guys been doing well? Give us a call at 515-602-9609. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know what you're watching. I've been watching a lot of community. I've been watching a lot of uh, Shira. <laughs> I love that show, Shira. It's really a great show. Uh, and uh, The Good Place. Finishing off The Good Place. I mean, I've, I've already seen the entire season, but watching it again. We got Jeannie on the line right now, so we're going to bring her right in. But if you have any questions, you want to talk, you want to talk to Gina, just give us a call. 515-602-9609. Let's bring her in. Let's give her a little clap track here to welcome her on in. Huh? Gina, you there? Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey. <laughs> we, we want to give you a little cloud track to join you in. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. Thanks. How are you? Very good. Thank you for asking. You know, before we get started, how are you and your family doing right now since the uh, pandemic hit? Oh, we're hanging in there. Um, we've got so many projects going on right now that uh, we're pretty much staying busy at home. Really? So you're you're still working on those projects, even though everything's kind of like up in the air, right? Yeah, I mean, there. I I my the home that I bought was a fixer upper when I bought it a few years ago, and um, right. I've got so much so much to do around here. I've got years worth of work, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just the way it works. Uh, are you are you an yeah. LA native? You know, I, I was. You know, I do my research on everybody that I have on my show. I mean, I do. In, such intrusive uh, work, but I couldn't find really a lot on you. But are you an LA native yourself? <laughs> I like I like it that way, you know. I know I you do. Under the radar, I, I, I can kind of tell you like it that way. <laughs> I, not not too much, you know, publicity and you know, um, but anyway, just enough. So I I was born in um, born in North Carolina, grew up in Virginia. Uh, close wow. to Washington D.C. and yeah. uh, moved to New York uh, actually for acting, not for stunts. Right. So I figured uh, as much. I, I mean, nobody in the world. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, I've never heard a single person on my show, or even in my life, that I've known that grew up saying, "I want to be a stunt performer." It's always like, "I want to be an actress. I want to be a gymnast. I want to be this." Go ahead. Right. Yeah. I. I. I really didn't think about it. Um, and so I, I ended up uh, moving up to New York, going to uh, Terry Schreiber's studio, studying acting there. Um, and, uh, and then it just, it, uh, stunt coordinators uh, started finding out about me uh, riding motorcycles. Let's, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. You know, you're going right into your career. I understand. <laughs> but let's, let's go back hmm. to North Carolina. So you grew up in North Carolina. Sure. Uh, you know, when you were in well, school, did you, did you, oh, excuse me, Virginia, uh, which is a beautiful mm-hmm. state, by the way. I love Virginia. Yeah, I love it. Uh, 
yeah did you did you go to like um were you like an actress at all did you want to go to plays uh did your were your parents themselves uh like actors um i had been i mean i i had really been acting my entire life i mean since i was little in you know small productions starting out you know small church productions and then i i just started landing the lead role in just about every play in high school. Wow. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was really big for me. And then I was going to actually get my theater degree in college and then thought, <laughs> am I going to make any money with a theater degree? <laughs> um, so I ended up going, uh, I, I had worked for a vet. And so I ended up going uh, pre-vet biology major. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that was your safety? It, it was, but every elective that I had in college was um, set design, acting, um, everything. Everything that had to do with acting. Right. Right. So that's, that's what you wanted to do. What, what inspired you to want to be an actress? Was there any specific films? Was there any particular experience that really inspired you? Um, no, it was just, I'm not sure why, but it was, it was just my, my comfort zone. I, hmm. I just, I felt so comfortable on stage. I, um, I, you know, you have a huge audience, but I always just felt alone by myself doing my thing. Really? <laughs> it was strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it I've, was just I've, my in the moment kind of. I've been a writer and director for, for quite a long time. I went to college for it as well. And I remember when the acting team asked me to, to be in a play for them because the actor couldn't sh show up. And I was sweating for my palms so hard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I, re I remember the lines that I gave because it was, it was a part of a Twilight Zone episode. It was so strange the way I delivered my lines. Uh, and they thought it was, they thought it was wonderful. They thought it was wonderful and very quirky. But for me, it was like, I, I don't, you know, I, I love what you do. I admire what you do. I don't get what you do. It's kind of like painting. I don't get what you do and I right. love it to death and, and I want to hire you. But like when you yeah. say that I'm on that stage and I'm all alone, like I don't get that. I, I want you to explain that to me. I, I'm I'm just so I'm just so focused. There there's certain things that I do in my life and and now um, that certain activities that I do where right. I'm just I'm focused. I'm sort of you know zen and just in the moment and everything else goes away. Right. And right. and that's just that's that's what I like because I'm I'm very high strung. Um I am extremely active. I have a lot you're, of you're energy. high energy. So <laughs> would would you would you consider that a bit manic? <laughs> would you would yeah. is that is that is that a word you <laughs> I'm a bit I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm a bit manic. <laughs> I look at you. I, I listen to you talk, and I'm like, wow, this this woman really really knows what she's talking about. You know, when you when, you, when you're working on your acting, obviously you 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 know, like like you said, you started getting all these gigs. People started wanting you to be in charge or, or in front of the camera or in front of the audience and what have you. 
how did that feel to go from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum? Um, it, it's just, uh, you mean going from like being behind, like being a tree to being in front of being in front of the audience. Um, I, I grew up doing that. So it's just, it was always, you know, it was always comfortable. Um, it was just always where I thought I was supposed to be, where I felt like I was supposed to be. Right. And your parents are not performers. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. No. So you just, took, you, just, you just took it on yourself. No. And you know what's really funny? I was visiting my, my grandmother in New Jersey one year. Yeah. And... I found I, I found some of her paperwork from high school, and you know how at senior year they list you know who was class clown, who was you know whatever. Well, and it had her name, and it said Hollywood bound girl. Wow. And I went, wait a minute. I, she came to every single one of my plays. She drove down right. from New Jersey, came to every single one of my plays. Not once did anybody ever mention to me that she was the big actress of her community, of her high school, and she was going to go to Hollywood. And, I mean, this was a long time ago. You're talking about your um, grandmother? Yeah. So that's wow. where I got it from. Yeah, absolutely. And I, didn't find that out. I didn't find that out until probably 10 years ago. I'm like, where God. did this come from? <laughs> You know, they say this stuff is not genetic, but I find it very hard to believe that it's not. Oh, I know. I believe it is. I, I do believe yeah. it is as well. Yeah. So so is your, was your grandma very, I mean, she obviously saw you in all these plays. Was she very proud of you? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, just last year, um, she watched me. You know, I tell her when my TV shows are out. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, some sometimes I do get, a role here and there. Um, you know, I started out doing a lot of, I being in Virginia, really the only place I could get acting gigs was around the DC area. So I started doing a lot of non-union, um, reenactments, um, you know, playing either the detective or the murderer, um, usually the murderer. Um, in all these shows, and, what is, what is mean, it about you? That, what is it about you that they want to make you the murderer? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're like five foot four. I mean, you know, what is it about you that makes people want to make you the killer? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely good at playing killer. I don't I don't know what that's about. But, <laughs> what is that saying about you? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I have very expressive eyes, so. I like your eyebrows. Not, not. Your your eyebrows definitely are very expressive. Yeah, yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 when when did you fly over to New York? When when, when did that happen? Because you were you were wanted to be a vet. You took that up. So what happened mm-hmm. with that? Um, you know, it was at that at the time I graduated. This is another long story, but at the time I graduated from college, we have plenty of time. My son, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, my my son was nine years old 
when I graduated from college. So I had Get him early. Out of here. Yep. And I was. How, how old were you when you had your son? Married. I was 18. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I got married. Yes. So at that point, um, the closest vet school was about five hours away. Yeah. And uh, my husband at the time said, okay, you know, go. That's, that's your dream. That's what you want to go do. He had already right. established um, a business where we lived, so everything was fine. I could have gone, but, you know, I just I didn't want the stress of four years of school not being at home, only sure. coming home on the weekends, and so, so I just I canned that idea. Um, and then uh, started going out for auditions, and that's it. Just How old is your son now? <laughs> he, he's going to be 30, 31 this year. No. <laughs> yeah. No, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. And he actually lives in New York. Um, he's a, he's he's a grown uh, ass man. It, he is. He's, but he's been staying with me during quarantine um, right. out of New York city. And uh, we've been, we've been building out. Uh, we've actually been having a lot of fun. I used to restore uh, old Mustangs. Uh, years ago and so he comes up here he's a computer guy and yeah. doesn't he's I don't think he's ever worked on a car before so during the <laughs> quarantine we've been uh, outfitting his new jeep for off-road so we've been uh, putting wenches and bumpers and uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun so it's been <laughs> a nice bonding experience <laughs> I, I, I swear it must be a very interesting to have a mother like you Actress, stunt woman, rides motorcycles, <laughs> and, and will fix up your Jeep for you. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he, he, he does like it. Last night I was cooking dinner, and he comes in. And he's like, oh, "Mom, I need you to help me with with this uh, with this bolt on the Jeep." And I'm like, "I'm trying yeah. to make you dinner, man." <laughs> so, back and back wow. and forth. It's fun though. You're an all-around just great mom. So you you went out and you were you were doing that thing for uh, for uh, veterinary veterinary work and what have you. What what made you change mm-hmm. your mind and say, listen, I can't take this anymore. I I need to do something else. Um, chemistry. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, man, that class killed me. Um, yeah. I I the 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 schoolwork was just so hard. Um, I mean, I did really well. I, I think, yeah. I think I graduated with a three three point seven GPA. So three point seven is you know, really I mean, high. I, I did well and I studied hard and I had worked for a vet for sixteen years, so I knew I had plenty of references to get into vet school as as difficult as it is to get into. Um, right. But I just I was done with school. I said that's it. Right. I'm I'm done. I want to do something I love, and I was just drawn back to acting. Right. So. So what did you do next? Where did you go? What did you do? Did you move to New York? Um, I did. I, I started sort of feeling it out. My Half of my family is from Virginia. The other half is from uh, Jersey. New Jersey, about 10, 10 minutes outside of New York City. So right. I grew up going, my grandfather taking me to Yankee games. Um, I would spend my summers up here. Go so, Yankees. You know, it was my, <laughs> yeah. So it was my second home anyway. Um, 
So I came up here and, uh, let's see, went to acting school, got some headshots, found an agent and a manager. Now, before um, we – hold on a second. Let me ask you one more <clears> – <throat> let me ask you a question before we continue yep. on. Chicago, New York pizza. Chicago pizza, is it lasagna yeah. or is it pizza? No way, man. My sister lives in Chicago. I, she's like, come on, let's go get some Chicago deep dish. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, well, plus I'm, I'm Italian also. So yeah, I'm Sicilian, I, you know, what, what? I'm sorry. I'm Sicilian. You're Sicilian. That's yeah. actually, that's what I, my, my grandmother's from Naples. My grandfather's from, uh, outside of Palermo. Uh, yeah. So I I'm go every, first generation I go every from- year. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I go every yeah. year, visit my cousins, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my family's from Valadormo. They they actually listen to this broadcast, which is 150 miles oh, southeast of awesome. Palermo. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I look at the international uh, listeners that listen to my broadcast, it, it's, it's like I have people in Burmese that listen to my, like Burma, that listen to my broadcast. I'm like, what wow. the hell? Like, that's insane. <laughs> that's awesome. My, my program travels or it, it processes all that information of like what countries are listening to it. And it's very great, but you know, the Italians and the Sicilians are, are very, very um, attached to their family and they're very trustworthy. And oh they, yeah. They, they congratulate you so much on your career. It's amazing. Oh yeah. My, I mean, my family in Sicily would do anything for me. Yeah. They're just, they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. Tell me about your experience before we continue on to, to your career and your motorcycle riding. Cause I, I want to talk more about you about all that stuff, but tell me about your experience in Sicily. I, because I've been there myself. So how, how much fun did you have? Um, well, my grandparents started taking me over there when I was really young. So I grew up really, I mean, gosh, I, I go over there at least once a year, if not yeah. twice a year. Um, my Italian used to be much better. Now it's terrible, but um, yeah. it, it's just, it I mean, the, 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 <laughs> the food, the everything. I just, I absolutely love it. I'd, I'd like to uh, actually move over there at yeah. one point. I, I always know, tell like, people if they're, when if my if career they're gonna... starts coming. You know? it, well, come on. Your career is just going to blow up, you know, but you know, when I, when I tell people to go over to, when they are going over to Italy, I always tell them to lose 15 pounds because they're going to gain 25. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's all that, all that walking you do when you're over there though. It, it, that, I know why, all the walking. Listen, don't give me that baloney. When we walk, we get food and we get alcohol. I, don't, don't give me any baloney about that stuff. We both know. Come on, we're both Sicilian. We both know how that stuff works. Go for the walk. Hey, you want to? You want a drink? Oh, let's get a drink. Oh, you want some yeah. food? Let's, let's get. Let's get yeah. a baguette. It's like, come on, man. Like, come you, on. You, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because when I have dinner with my family, when I go over there, they yeah. plan. Every every cousin, every aunt, everyone yeah. has a meal for me. Right. So yeah. it's like breakfast here, lunch here. Let's go get some ice cream and a snack, and then right. and then dinner over here. It's it's way too much food, and they're offended I if know. you don't eat. So that's right, and, and I'm glad they're offended <laughs> because I want to eat it. All. <laughs> no, too much. <laughs> I, I I remember I landed once at like four o'clock in the morning. I showed up. And, and my, my auntie just pulled out like this plethora of cold cuts and just started making me a oh sandwich. Gosh. And she's like, just 
you know, manja, manja, manja. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm just eating. And then when I'm finished, she makes me another one thinking, well, uh, obviously you finished the first one. You want a second one. And I'm like, well, that, that's not what I said. I didn't say that. Well, see, now this, now this is in your genes because yes. anytime my son and his friends, his friends love to come over because yeah. they always knew I was cooking something in the kitchen. Right. And, um, and I, I would feed them all the time. And, right. you know, growing teenage boys can eat so much. But, yeah, I, and you I know, love you, to cook. You know, the, you know the Italian theme. Why not make a lot of food? <laughs> why, why not make, why make a little food when you yep. can make a lot of food, right? It's like we make so <laughs> yeah. much food. <laughs> yeah, I live alone, yeah. and I hate leftovers, but I, make, yeah. I always make too much food. You hate loaf. I hate leftovers. Is that is that a Sicilian thing that we hate leftovers? I don't know, but I can't. I can't do it. I can't eat the yeah. same meal two days in a row. I agree with you. I I don't want that. I I rather cook something brand new. Me yeah. Me too. Yeah. Have you ever done fried <laughs> spaghetti? Do you like fried spaghetti at all? Oh my gosh! What is that? Yeah. Fried spaghetti. Yeah, that's when you take a like a leftover spaghetti and then you put it inside the you put it inside your tray and then you start. You just fry it with some olive oil and some garlic and what have you, and it's yeah, it's a very typical Sicilian meal. It's uh, fried spaghetti. Really? No, I yeah, have, I have not done that. It is delicious. Mm. Let me let me tell you. Please take spaghetti one day, the day after, and put some olive oil, simple olive oil, some garlic inside your tray, and put your your spaghetti in there and just just fry it for a couple seconds. And I promise you, you'll right. love it. I promise you'll love it. <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> so you're, you're you're in New York. You you went off and you you ran away from a veterinary hospital. You want to do acting. What's your next step? Mm, go just exploring my options and and well applying to uh, applying to acting school was first. Really. Um, and then, and they were only accepting 12 students. Okay. And, you know, I don't know why I thought I had a chance, you know, being from the small town in Virginia. And I had, I had an acting coach in Virginia help me with the monologue. Well, right. I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's just a small place. Um, and he picked a monologue for me that they told me later on at, uh, Terry Schreiber, where I auditioned. Um, oh my God, that's the most overused monologue. <laughs> like, Great. Um, he said, but uh, you know, you're amazing. You're in. Right. So, right. Um, actually, what did you want to do? What, what is her name what? from um, the uh, Netflix uh, show Ozark? Oh, uh, I never Julia watched Garner? the show. You're... Oh, Julie uh, Garner. You... Yes. No, I've never yes. seen it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, she was one of the 12 that was accepted with me. So we were in class together at Terry Schreiber. Julia Garner? Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's amazing. And it's so funny because I totally, I mean, she was just so quiet. And then to see her on Ozark now, I'm just, I mean, she's, she's just, she's killed it. She's killed yeah. it. She's no, amazing. she's a she's a she's a gem, and she's she's quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah, she's really yeah. great. Yeah, but I've never seen Ozark. Is it a good show? You're kidding! Oh my gosh, it's amazing. 
It's amazing. Really? You have to start watching it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's finished, I mean? I what's what's it about? Uh, a small town accountant that gets mixed up with uh, drug cartel from Mexico. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. I'll watch that. It's amazing. It's I'll amazing. watch that. Yeah, that sounds okay. good. And, and you said it's it's good, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna watch that. So did you did promise. you uh, did you? <laughs> I, I I promise on our Sicilian side. <laughs> yeah. I pro- I promise on our Sicilian side. I promise that I'll I'll watch the first episode today, without any doubt. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it All today. Right. Yeah, and you have yeah. To, you have to let me know what you think. You know, I I don't know why I've been skipping it for for such a long time, or just like mm-hmm. just. You know, just not wanting to watch it for some odd reason. Even though I love the entire the entire cast, I don't know. Go ahead. Wait do you do you want to know what I haven't seen that What's everybody that? in the world I think has seen Breaking Bad. Shut up. <laughs> never seen it. And guess what else I've never seen? What's that? Friends? Star Wars. You've never no, watched Friends. Friends? <laughs> or Sex in the City. <laughs> oh well, Sex in the City I've never watched as well, but. Friends? I mean, come on, Friends. Yeah. I mean, that's nope. like fr- yeah, Joey, Monica. You don't even know what anybody's talking about when they're talking about Friends and stuff like that, do you? Nope. Wow. <laughs> wow. And those aren't even as popular shows as Ozark are. I mean, come on, lady. Uh, but but oh, I will no. watch Ozark. I mean, I mean, what's his name? Who's the star of Ozark? Because I I, I adore Jason, him. Jason ba- Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason yeah. Bateman is 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 truly a treasure. So I yeah. will, I will, yeah. I will watch it purely because of him. I really think he's a treasure. Okay. How, how, how is he in the show, by the way? I mean, he's got to be amazing. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. He kills it yeah. too. They all do. They're, they're all Laura Lenny. They're all great. So, so you go, you go to this college and, and you're trying out for acting. Are you trying to do like Chekhov or Meisner? Is there anything specific that you're, that you're looking for? No, not really. I just, I just wanted a, I just wanted a well-established, um, you know, acting school. Um, right. Where you know just would would help my career and, um, yeah. So, um, so I I did that. Uh, moved on. I took like a summer intensive uh, class, and then I. And then I stayed there, and yeah. I went uh, two or three nights a week. Wow! At night, and just kept just kept it up. So I loved wow. it. Wow! Yeah, you're you're, you're obsessive compulsive. <laughs> yeah. When I put my mind to something, I do yeah. it. <laughs> you do it. You do it a lot, obviously. So. Yeah. So you, you're going to that. Did you did you have thoughts about being in Broadway, in stage stage acting, or you, were you thinking about being in movies? No, no. I had actually, um, when I first made the jump back into acting down in Virginia, I had um, I had a role in an indie uh, indie film, and I was really the transition. I will never forget my first day filming. So, of course, when you're doing theater your whole life and you're loud and you're projecting, I, the poor sound guy, I think I, oh I, I think he was <laughs> deaf. And uh, he just pulled his headphones away. He was like, no. <laughs> so, so it took me a little while to transition from, 
you know, from just realizing that, uh, you know, small movements and, and softer voice and, you know, but finally, you know, so, so now I'm, now I'm even more into myself because it's like, you know, when I'm acting, I don't have to be, you know, film or television. I don't have to be really loud and, you just right. you you be, you be yourself and your facial expressions. I mean, mine are pretty. You always know what I'm thinking. Um, right. <laughs> I right. don't have to say anything. So. <laughs> I think you and I have that in common. Another Sicilian thing. <laughs> it's got to be a Sicilian thing where, where it's like you know people can just read what you're thinking off your face. It's like wow, that's yep. great. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're so you went and did a project like that. When, when did you start acting, like for 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 yourself? I was about, I was about to say for real, but for yourself. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right. Here's another. Well, for real means like fact. somebody's paying you, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Here you go. I mean. Well, that was that that was all the um, all those reenactments on like mm. investigation discovery that I did. Right. Um, those guys were awesome. They put me, they put me in so many of those shows. Um, so that was when I was getting paid for it. Then I come to New York, go to acting school, get an agent and manager. Are you ready for this? Yes. I have not booked one acting job the entire time I have been up here. Get out of here. Wow. No. no. That's incredible. So that was also one of my motivators for stunts. <laughs> what, what, what got, you know, <laughs> first of all, when did, when, you, when did you start riding your motorcycle for the first time? When, when did you – because uh, I see first you – First time. Yeah, first oh, time. This is an awesome – this is an awesome story because it, my, my words to my ex-husband – were mm-hmm. um we had just I gotten back get out of here a, we did a ducati <laughs> <laughs> i just talked to him the other day he's awesome <laughs> we get along okay. great um, but he but he we did it we were in italy and we did a ducati factory tour in imola wow and yeah. and when we got back uh to virginia he said that's it i'm going out and buying a ducati I had ridden, he had ridden a few times in high school and he said, I just, I've got, you know, bitten by the bug. I'm going out to buy a new Ducati. I said, all right, but you know what, buddy? It is not worth me losing my life over. So have fun. You won't catch me dead on a motorcycle. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's not it. Those words. Yeah. So, you know, now I've got seven in my garage, uh, and I'm also a motorcycle instructor for the state of uh, Pennsylvania. Really? So what was the first motorcycle you drove, and when was that? Um, Well, I got tired of him always being gone on the motorcycle, Mm -hmm. and so I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to jump in this. Maybe I want to give it a shot. Um, I grew up riding horses. And, um, and that's the only thing that I can attribute that makes sense. taking to the, taking to the motorcycles. Like, so that makes sense. yeah, it, it was like easy. 
So he came home from work one day, and I said, oh, hey, thanks for the Mother's Day gift. He said, oh, I can't wait to hear this one. And I said, well, but got um, I just booked uh, a women's only motorcycle course with Ducati in Italy. Wow. And he was like, wow. okay, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> so um, we went over to Italy, and I did my course. It was literally literally a one day course at the Ferrari racetrack. Um, And the way they taught you over there is on a 600 CC Ducati. And then they put the instructor. This was the part I still don't understand. Instructor gets on the back of the bike with you. No. So you're, you're starting off riding two up. That's insane. (sighs) That's That's crazy. That's how I learned. And so he's wow. in my ear the whole time saying, okay, more throttle, more throttle. Um, all right, you know, front brake. Look where you're going. I mean, he's just, he's telling me what to do, and he's right, right. there behind me on the bike. Look forward. Look ahead of you. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay, I'll just really? do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we actually bought the same bike that I learned on bef- before I left for Italy. Yeah. So that when I came back, I would be comfortable on that model bike, and I could just jump on and start riding. And so that's, right. that's what I did. And that, know, I was in, tw- in my twenties. In your twenties. Yeah. Wow. You, I'll be honest with you. You're, that, that's a bit old for riding a motorcycle. And mo- most is. of us have ridden motorcycles when we were very young. Yeah, yeah, or you know, wow. grown up on dirt bikes. Not but me. you know, you rode you rode horses, so it makes sense why you'd be a great motorcyclist. <laughs> they are similar animals. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just think, I, I that's the only reason I can come up with that yeah. <laughs> why I took to it. Well, let me tell you my, if you don't mind, let me tell you my experience of the first time I, I rode a motorcycle. I was, uh, no, I'd love I was, to hear it. I was 11 years old and I was in Sicily and some guy had a hurricane, 1200, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, you remember the old hurricanes? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I could oh not God. touch the ground. My feet could not touch the ground and they just pushed what? me and said, Go yeah, I couldn't touch the ground. I was eleven years old. This 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 wow. bike was was like was like a buffalo. It was a twelve hundred cc. It was, it was one of the. It was like a Bugatti, and I just <laughs> rode. I just rode ahead and and went as kind of a, as fast as I I believe I could, which was about ninety miles per hour, and I just slowed down and dropped oh, the bike. My. They ran after me, picked me up. <laughs> Turned me around and repeated that about five times. <laughs> wow! I thought I was going to die. Insane. Yeah. How uh, how is it like like that that stuff would never happen these days? I'm guessing we're similar in yeah. age. Yeah, we are okay. very similar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so growing growing if you, I mean, growing up, how did we not die? You know, we're, 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 I think we're Lasky children. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, survi- survival is meant, you know, for the, for like the strong. So we I, just, I, I mean, my, I don't know why we're not dead. Home, my mom pulled up in the driveway one day and I'm walking the roof. 
I was eight yeah. years old walking my roof. Yeah. Just because I, I could climb I, out of my attic window and I thought it was I did the fun. same thing. <laughs> I did the same thing. I walked my roof. I would ju- I would I would run. There was this um, brick wall that would run the entire block. So I would run the run the wall, and then when it it when a bushy area came down, I would jump in my neighbor's lawn and then jump back on when it continued. And you'd have dogs on either side <laughs> that wanted to, wanted to kill you. There was one old woman that had four German shepherds. There was another woman that had uh, that uh, that what are those uh. They're not pit bulls. What are they? What are the nineteen eighties dogs? They're black and they have these sharp teeth. And people used to put like like golden necklaces around their neck. Um, uh, not Doberman, Doberman pinchers. Oh, the Dobermans. Yeah, the brown and black you, one. Yeah, I got. Yeah, you remember when? You remember when those? You got bit by one? Oh yeah, my aunt had one, and I was babysitting my cousins, and it had a it. it Okay, I mean, <laughs> all right, this is really <laughs> stupid. I shouldn't even say this, <laughs> but it had got it had gotten a a really big peach pit in yeah. its mouth, and I didn't want it to choke, so I tried oh to <laughs> get the yeah. That was not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you try to take it out and it bit one. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. you know, but my, was, my... I knew the dog, though. It was a different story. I mean, I knew the dog, <laughs> and it was my aunt's dog. And, yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> now, I was almost killed by some, some Doberman Pinchers once. I, I remember I was on my stomach riding my, uh, my skateboard. I was never a good skateboardist. And I was riding my stomach. I was a little boy, maybe <laughs> nine years old. And, my, and these Doberman Pinchers, four of them, got out of this old woman's lawn. And they just looked at me. They just stared at me oh. and we're about to, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to be meat and I'm, I'm really low on the ground, oh. which means I look like an animal and out of the blue, my dog, Yo-Yo came out of nowhere and just jumped on top of them and started biting them all. And they freaked wow. out and ran back to their owner. Oh yeah. I'm telling nice. you, that's one of the reasons why I have female animals at all times because they are ferocious. They are protective and they are Awesome. So let's yeah, go back. I will admit. <laughs> go ahead. It what? No, go ahead. No, my fe- my female shepherd um, was more protective of me than my male shepherd. Yeah, yeah. They're a For little sure. more. Cra- they're a little bit more crazed and a little more. Uh, you know, I-, I would say just very protective over over who yeah. loves them the most. Yep. You know, definitely. So you know, for me, my 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 favorite motorcycle is a like a CBR CBR FRI. That that's my favorite bike. What is your favorite bike? I, you know what, you know Italian everything Ducati. I mean, my Ducati, Ducati is like a Ducati monster. Yeah. Like that. Um. Well, that that was my first bike. Um. Then I had mm. a seven forty seven forty nine. Um. And now the only Ducati I have left is an eight hundred Super Sport. Yeah. Um. But it's got you know it's got full. Full fairings all the way down to the ground. It's oh just, yeah, it's a piece of art. It's really pretty. Yeah, you know I don't understand when people don't don't, don't get you know their, their their fairings on there properly. You know it just it really annoys me. It's like I don't <laughs> think you, I, don't, I don't think you should be riding a bike. <laughs> do, do you wear your yeah, full leathers? I, I like. Um, I don't wear my full leathers, but I do wear. Um, I do wear these Kevlar. It took me forever. I was searching and searching for years 
um, for motorcycle pants that didn't make me look like a man. And then finally, right. this great company came out, um, GoGo Gear, and yeah. they and they have the um, they have Kevlar woven into stretch pants. Right. So you still you know you still keep your shape and you've got knee pads and uh, they've got pockets in the inside where you can put in hip protectors and uh-huh. yeah I love those so I wear those um, always always wear my gear when I'm on the racetrack of course I wear the full leathers yeah uh, you have to I mean you definitely have to and which oh, yeah. which track do you, do you use Willow, Willow Springs is that the track you use <clears throat> no I'm in the um, I'm on the east coast so oh that's right my tracks yeah my tracks are New Jersey Motorsports Park um, Summit Point uh, Virginia International Raceway is my favorite it's eight hours from my house but I drive down there. It's worth it. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. yeah, so just up and down, up and down the East Coast. And as yeah. of lately, a friend has been renting a track privately. So during oh. quarantine, I have been going to the racetrack. However, it was approved by the state. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have to say right. that. <laughs> it was approved <laughs> by the state. Right. They're allowed, uh, they're allowed 40 people right. for the day. Right. Um, everyone has to have a mask, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't even get close to anybody. I keep it's to myself. A, I bring my gear. I sol- my- it's such a solitary gig. I mean, I don't understand why people yeah. freak out on you. You know what I mean? I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, that, I like that. So what was the first, uh, the stunt gig that you got into that, that, that made you, I mean, um, I, I, I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your resume right now, but I just, I want to ask you. Uh, the very first, so when I, when I did the, um, a lot of the reenactments, right. I had already had some training, um, in stunts before that. I, I actually flew over to London and went to the British Academy of Stage and Screen Combat. Um, wow. that was my very, very first ever involvement in stunts. So I was certified in rapier and dagger and unarmed combat. Um, so when I came back, Excuse me. The, you said the, you said the rapier. <laughs> well, rapier and dagger. So rapier yeah, in my is left big, hand. Rapier is a big sword. Dagger man. in my right. Yeah. Um, the the rapier is more. It's not as big. I mean, it's not like a broadsword. It's right. not like super big. Um, right. You know, the rapier is you know, real long. And I think mine's like 42 inches. You, and you then, went for the classic style of rapier and dagger, which is, which is, I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a classic. classic. Yeah. Word that's word. a classic look. Uh, you know, I don't really have too many people I can practice that with. So, you know, sometimes I'll throw a sword in my son's hand and I'm like, <laughs> you get it. why do you think you're a born kid? <laughs> right. <laughs> to entertain me. <laughs> That's right. To give me my beers and hold onto a sword. Why do you think you're a born kid? <laughs> so it's, you know, I, I, I try because I like to practice and I've got swords here and bull whips and sure. all kinds of stuff I practice with. Right. Um, so I, since I had that training, I sort of brought a little bit of that into some of the productions that I did with, um, I played Charles Manson's girlfriend, um, Patricia Krenwinkel, 
and we had, you know, knife work in that one, especially when um, she kills Abigail Folger. That's right. So I, you know, I, I, I worked on that. Um, and then from there, I started losing, I started losing jobs because they wanted me to be the lead actress and then, and then like jump off the motorcycle and do this, you know, fight and a bunch of other stunts and like right. do everything at once. And I, I couldn't do it. So actually that's why I went over to London. Why could um, you do it? I didn't know how to fight at the time. Okay. I hadn't been to, I hadn't been to London. I I hadn't done any of that stuff. Right. Um and so I got back from that and then ended up uh Oh, then I I then I realized that's when I started realizing what the stunt world was all about. Right. So then I sent then I signed up for stunt driving because I'm I love to drive. I've always loved to drive. Um I did that course, and uh, Roy, who owns Drivers East, where I went, um, yeah. is the coordinator, stunt coordinator for Blue Bloods, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's just he's just amazing. So years ago, when I met him, he said, "Oh yeah, you need to." Oh well, first of all, he looked at my picture and he said, "This isn't you on the racetrack," and I was like, "What?" This is what? me. This is like part of my resume headshot. Right. And I guess they didn't have many women that rode like that. Okay. Um, and so he sort of gave me people that I could contact. And anyway, so I started sending this one coordinator in particular. Um, I was sending him my headshot and resume for three years before he gave me my first job. Wow. And now not only is he a friend, He's, uh, he's the guy that, you know, the man that started my career. Um, he's the reason I still have a career. Um, he's, he just, he loves working with me and hires me over and over. And, um, yeah, I just, I have a, I have a, I got it. I mean, he's, he's the man behind it really. So, um, hey, well, it took you a little while to get there, but you know, thank God you did because, you know, you obviously have gone through all the trials and tribulations in order to uh, to get this far. It's it's not like you didn't yeah, train. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't give up either. And um, it doesn't sound like you and, do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. Um, no. Not and you know, I really wanted it. I, I wanted to be in the film and television television industry in some yeah. fashion. You know, let so. me ask you a question before we continue on. What, what, what is it about you? I mean, I'm pretty sure that you've looked within yourself introspectively. Uh, what is it about you that no matter what you want, you're going to fight for that? You're going to go for that? Now, I can easily just say that it's because you're Sicilian. I mean, that's something we would say in private. But, but yeah. for the audience here, they want to know, like, what is it about you? That no matter what you want, no matter what's out there, you're going to fight for it and you're going to go for it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's something, it's something in me. It's, it's, well, first of all, I love a challenge. Mm-hmm. I love a challenge. I believe that nothing is impossible. I would yeah. never, ever tell anybody I would always encourage people to chase their dreams because 
you know, when all these actresses or all these people that are trying to get into the acting business quit, I mean, I hear it all the time. I'm giving it up. I'm just, I'm getting a job doing this. I can't, I'm moving back home. I can't do that. You know what? Good. Cause that's more room for me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I quit, quit, go ahead, go ahead. Right. Quit. I'll be, Good. I'll be right behind you. But I mean, you know, getting that, getting that next uh, job. So I, I don't, don't, nothing, nothing is impossible. I was actually um, on a panel for, um, women in film and television down in Washington, D.C. They were talking about um, stunts, a book that was written about stunts, and the author was there. And, um, and one, of the, one of the things that they mentioned about me was I was the, uh, one of the oldest to get into the business at my age. Right. So my first Hollywood movie in theaters on the big screen um, – that I got, I was, that was uh kick-ass too. Yeah, I that was, was kick-ass too. And you, and you doubled yeah. Chloe, huh? Chloe. <clears throat> yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz. I was 40 years old. Wow. <laughs> so. Wow. Don't ever, ever, ever give up. Anything is possible. Well, you, you, you just went to my next segue. What was that shoot like? Because first of all, I love the movie. Uh, Chloe Moretz, I love her to death, and she was great in the first awesome. movie, but in the second movie, um, she was she was definitely an ass kicker. Well, okay, so they filmed that. They actually filmed that movie at Pinewood Studio in London. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think they filmed some of it in Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what they needed to do, though, is they needed the. Uh, they needed the motorcycle bridge scene, and they had to rent a ho- helicopter to shoot that. That was at the very end of the movie, where she right. leaves out, of, goes out of town. Um, mm-hmm. That's the part I did. So I didn't okay. do the kick-ass fighting. Um, you know, that's another thing I I wouldn't ever claim. I mean, I <laughs> whoever did those fights and doubled her over in London, right. it's like. 200 times more of a badass than I am. (laughs) um, But anyway, so, but that was really, that was really interesting. The, um, I was so excited because it was on the Ducati Panigale, which I had always wanted to ride. I mean, it was like 198 horsepower, but I guess it got messed up in shipping from London over to New York. Right. Things started overheating. Antifreeze was spewing everywhere. What? It was thirty-two. It was thirty-two degrees outside, and we're waiting. Right. We're trying to beat the snowstorm that was coming right. in. Absolutely frozen. Um, I got blisters on the insides of my thighs from wow. because you know wardrobe. They never put yes. you in motorcycle gear. They put right. you in what's sexy, what the actress right. is wearing. Exactly. So I had really skin-tight, thin black pants that did not protect my thighs from the exhaust on that bike. Oh my God. Um, Oh yeah. I literally had small blisters on the insides of my thighs. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was crazy. They said they, when the, when the, um, antifreeze was going everywhere, they said, uh, and the bike kept cutting out and they go, Oh my God, we rented the helicopter. We need to get this shot. And, I said, well, I said, do you, they said, can you keep riding the bike? I said, of course I can keep riding the bike. Do you care about the bike? 
And they were like, no. And I said, all right, let's get it done. They said, well, what if it cuts out while you're going really fast? I said, I have a break. Right. <laughs> I'll just stop. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> so uh, we pretty much blew that bike up. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Wow. Uh, but it, did it, did it, it, did it blow up? I mean, was it gone? It was, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question that's that's kind of off or topic. Yeah. Excuse me. You know, there there was a woman who died in, in Deadpool two, oh, I believe. Yeah. You know, yep. and she and she crashed on the yeah. motorcycle. I mean, there's been there's so many stories we can go through. What, what is it? What is it about that? What is it about these motorcycles in these stunts, like like in Evil Dead, not Evil Dead, but was it Evil Dead? Um, oh, but, Resident. But, Resident Evil. It was in Resident Evil. What is it about this that people that don't was, understand? That was that was from what I understand, um right. a malfunctioning camera crane. Right. Um and uh yeah, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> no, no, it's it's um, a difficult subject, yeah. I I, I just uh it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible yeah, that, mean, that, that people don't understand. I mean, what? Yeah. We don't we don't wear protective gear when we're filming yeah. most of the time. I don't I don't think protective um, gear would have helped you. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh well No, not in the last not in the not in not in Deadpool. Deadpool. And again, yeah. I was I wasn't there. I have no idea what happened. Right. Um, I just, I mean, you know, you have these fears when you, when you, when you do ride your bike, when you are doing these exercises and what have you, I was watching a a little video of the new Batman, the Batman film. And and the gentleman who was, who was uh, the stunt actor for, uh, Batman kept on dropping his bike and it was just, it was very cold. (laughs) It was very cold. It was snowing. He just kept on dropping his bike, dropping his bike, dropping his bike. I'm just thinking to myself, you know, me as a motorcyclist myself, you know, that, that would, uh, that would be a little frightening. I mean, to think, to think to myself, you know, like I can't handle this. Like, I don't know if I can handle this. I know I can't. If if they, if they call me for a job and that, that's number one thing in this business Right. If you can't do something, right. then you can't do it. Don't accept right. the job. Because once right. you accept the job and then you get on set and you can't perform and you can't hit your mark, right. man, I mean, it, this, is a small, this is a small community. And, right. you know, your, your name will it, – it, it spreads like wildfire. Right. So, um, yeah. But you, you, you have to be really careful do, with that. Do you so feel if, there's something like I can't do, I won't, won't do. Go ahead. It. Yeah. Do, do you there's feel something like a lot I can't of people do, I'll on, tell them. Do you feel like a lot of people take on the job even though they can't do it because they, they need the job or because they want the job? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Have, mean, you, have you ever done a stunt without naming any names? Have you ever done a stunt or been part of a stunt group <laughs> that you didn't that you that you didn't feel safe or that you that you had to take your own action in order to be safe? No. Hmm. Nope. I, I'm telling you, I I've got we've got man, we have got just these stunt coordinators that I work with in New York. Um, right. 
are just they're they look out for you they protect you like i said it's a small community that's a job we all yeah. we all know each other and yeah. oh they're they're like great. i that's mean they're funny. wonderful some of them i feel like are like father figures to me right and care of you and right. that's amazing and if you don't want to do something or if you feel something's unsafe then we'll find another way to do it. Right. Or, you know, there's, they're just, it's always, it's, it's never, it's never, you know, I don't want to, okay, look, Gina, I don't want to hear that. Just, just go do it right now. Right. We get, you know, we, we're on a time crunch here. You just get it done. No, so you're, a, you're able to articulate and able to not fight back, but able to make, make changes if something isn't working right. Oh yeah, Absolutely. That's great to hear. Yep. Yeah, we just well, did. Um, we just shot um, Prodigal Son this year on motorcycles. That's on Fox, and um, yeah. and when you know it was supposed to be just you know simple motorcycle riding, not simple, but motorcycle riding, right. um, robbing robbing a jewelry store, and yeah, nothing is simple. Nothing simple about course, that. You, yeah, and then you and then you get there the day of. And the floor is like polished slick concrete. Right. And you and you have to race in the building on the motorcycle. Now that one I didn't that one I was a passenger on. I didn't actually ride it. Um, you know, I mean things cha- we had to spray stuff on the floor to keep the tires slick. Um and and these are these are these are unbelievable riders, you know. And uh but still, I mean, everything has its limits. So, right. That was. But we worked through it, got it done, and worked out. Well, you know, so you're, you just you're work part with of... the. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. You, we just you just work. On <laughs> you, just, you just work. You collaborate with the stunt coordinator, and you figure out, you know, what's going to work, what's not going to work. I don't, you know, and I don't. I've never really worked with, you know, arrogant know-it-alls. I've, I've been really, really lucky. Because yeah. I've heard there's some, some, some would say blessed. <laughs> yeah, some would, yeah, some would say you're blessed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know you, you're you're part of history because you're seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Because you worked on the following with Kevin Bacon. I did, and a good friend of mine who actually the one that coordinated um, uh, the the one that coordinated um, the show I was just talking about. <laughs> um, prodigal son uh, prodigal tony. son tony is yeah tony is kevin's stunt double nice and he's, he's coordinating also tony's awesome yeah nice did you meet kevin bacon um i did meet him when i was shooting the following um mm. on the stage on the stage he, he, he uh, needs to work on his looks you know he's not a he's, I, he's not good yeah he's not good looking enough <laughs> That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, I, and again, I just, it was like in a passing thing. I, it was, you know, hey, I'm Gina. And, um, that's about it. Yeah. You also worked on Limitless, which is, a, which is a great, you know, a great show as well, based on a movie as well. Did you, did oh, you have great. a big... Bring out yeah. stuff that I can't remember. Wait, Limitless, <laughs> what did I do? Oh, bus driver, bus driver. I'm like, you did a bus driver on that, exactly. Yeah. A lot of my gigs are, a lot of my gigs are like, oh, actually, the reason I got the bus job. 
So I was on the following, which was being coordinated by Tim. So we're talking to Tim. I'm talking to Tim on my downtime because it was one of my yeah. first jobs. And and I said, Tim, man, how am I supposed to survive on motorcycle stunts alone? Like there, I'm, there may be like three a year. That's it. Right. And he said, Gina, the women up here don't have a commercial driver's license. <laughs> so what? go get it. <laughs> and I tell you what, I took six weeks off of work. No, four, four weeks off of work and $6,000. Yeah. And I drove tractor trailers and I got my wow. class A CDL. So I drive buses, dump trucks, tractor trailers, and um, just the end of last year. Now, just because you have it doesn't mean you're going to get hired. That's another thing. Right, right. So people go, well, you don't drive a bus for a living, so we don't want to hire you because we don't trust that you're experienced enough. So just last year, I finally put in my time on set and – I had three bus jobs, I think, in November alone. Nice. So I'm doing a, I'm doing a lot of bus work, and and I'm talking rush hour traffic in New York City, driving yeah. a huge MTA bus. Right. It's not not easy, but yeah. So. So you're asking me why I'm asking you this question. See, it came out to be a, a wonderful story. See, I know what I'm doing. This is a, that's, that's a one. You Come know, on, you're, girl. You're good. <laughs> I'm good at what I do. Come on, I've been doing this a long time. That's a wonderful story. <laughs> so t- tell me about tell me about Daredevil because Daredevil was a very hard show to get on. Um, a lot of people wanted to be on that show. It's a, it's a it was a Marvel production and a Netflix production as well. Yeah. What was what was that what was that show and in in. How did you feel once you knew that you were part of that show? I mean, out of out of the four productions, maybe five, when you talk about the Defenders, it was the the the, the class act of the group. That, um, gosh, that was so much fun. It's um, I don't work with too many stunt women because I'm mostly driving or riding motorcycles. Um, So it's always fun when I get to set and I'm working with the guys and I work with the same guys over and over. Um, And we just had so much, we just had so much fun filming that. Um, They shut down fifth Avenue from 11 PM to 5 AM. And we, we shot the scene there on the motorcycles. It was pouring rain there were potholes over a foot deep in in the i mean we we had to we had to walk the street and you couldn't see them when you were filming because see this is what i mean by you get to set you know you think it's straightforward yeah if you think it's straightforward and then the the motorcycles are delivered they had one i requested one with a lower seat for me just because I didn't want the hassle of not being able to touch the ground. Sure. And um, we got the bikes. They were all. Let's, let's, let's remind our let's remind our audience for a second here that you're five foot okay. four. Three. So I want my five, audience, excuse me. Uh, five. <laughs> yeah. You're five foot three. I'm, I'm literally a foot taller than you. 
So you're five foot three. That's in, that's incredible. And what what bike are you using for the for this for this shoot? Um, at that time, the new Ducati eight twenty one monsters. Get out of here! That bike is yeah. a monster. Oh man, it was awesome. However, as as you know, being a motorcycle rider, um, it's pouring rain. They deliver yeah. the bikes. The stickers are still on the new tires. Seriously. No. Seriously. No, 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 no. no. You, you mean you mean the tires <laughs> haven't even been worked in yet? That's insane. No. That's insane. Nope. That, I mean that 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 that's slippery. That's like riding on butter. That's like. Yeah, it's like a- asking for an accident to happen. Absolutely. None of us had an accident. We were all careful, but we were. Oh wait, it even gets better. We had, we had, tinted visors on our motorcycle helmets oh, at night in better. the pouring rain. Great. And we're flying down the road, weaving in and out of cars. Yeah, it just it wasn't it wasn't pretty. They had to reschedule it um, because it started raining so hard. They were finally, like, you know, done. But I think after our first take, the director was like, yeah, need you all to speed it up. We're like, we can barely see, dude. And we're on brand new slick tires in the pouring Wow. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, you could have less, they could have at least given you, like, light sandpaper to, uh, to like, just – patting down those tires or something like that but well that's, that's, see and that's where you come in that's where you come in as a stunt performer like yeah you know we should have we should have done something but um we, yeah. you know we did it wasn't no, you did it you obviously did it i mean I, I remember the scene that you're talking about that was crazy and and to think for the fact that you just took the tape off off of those tires and for the audience out there let me explain to you you need to work in tires when you have a motorcycle. When you get a brand new when you get brand new tires, you need to work them in. Like you usually need to swing left and right when you're riding down the street, ride it forward. They, they say swing 50, left and, 50 miles 50 miles yeah. to scrub them in. Exactly. Yeah. Just just keep on scrubbing them in, get them right. They're, they they have <laughs> brand new tires, which means they have butter. They have butter, which is basically the, the tires are just <laughs> wheeling off material as they're riding for the first time that's insane so not only are you a a good motorcyclist you're a great motorcyclist that's incredible to me so did you have a second day of shooting for that yeah they rescheduled us i think they brought us back the the next night and what was that like did it feel the same or did did it work out a little better for you and nobody let me ask you a question (laughs) no nobody nobody raining (laughs) <laughs> it was a thunderstorm. <laughs> and nobody nobody down their bike. Nobody dropped their bike. Nope. Not one person. That's insane. Crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That that is that is a yeah. really skilled group of human beings right there. I mean, you know, it's just nothing nothing's ever easy when you 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 know, you think the stunt's gonna be easy and then you get to set and they throw all these wrenches in. You know, everyone's like, like my motorcycle friends are like, I could do your job. I could do your job. Yeah, and I'm right. like, okay, yeah, let, let me see you ride in $400 high heeled Barney boots yeah. with a six foot two guy on the back of the motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, first of all, first of all, we we both know that those people that tell you things like that are often full of baloney. But just just you you expressing the last story alone, I know for a fact that my heart would be beating so fast. I mean, I'm a very experienced motorcyclist, but my my heart would be beating so fast. I don't know if I could have done your job at all. Um, I would be scared to death. I would be scared to death. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless you. I'm glad you did a, a great job. I'm glad you, I'm glad you got through it well, and I'm glad you're healthy and I'm proud of you. Well, you're, you're, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, tell me about the <laughs> uh, purge election year. Oh, well, that was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, 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 I found out after the fact that a friend of mine, um, Kachina, was also another Lady Liberty in that okay. film. Wow. Um, so they did, they did some pickup shots down in Washington, D.C., and because that's where I started out, the stunt coordinator down there knew me you know, really well. And so uh, he called me down there for the shoots. Um, yeah. Oh, man, that was so much fun. That was the first time I'd ever gotten squibbed, which oh. I guess you know what that is. Of course I do. Um, but but so, you know what? We have an audience here. Why don't you explain to the audience what that means? <laughs> Basically, they light, your, your, <laughs> they light you up. Um, so they're little like explosives that are placed right. all over your body with like a packet of blood. And right. then there's someone uh, setting, detonating those when they're supposed to. Um, right. And it, often like, it reflects so you, gunfire and, and what have you. What? Yeah. And so, so I was doing some research, asking some friends, and they're like, oh, getting squibbed. Yeah, it's, it's like getting – and, of course, I told the stunt coordinator because I'm always up front. Nope, right. never been squibbed before, but I can do it. <laughs> um, he said, I have no doubt. Yeah. So he goes he, – so my friends were telling me it feels, it feels like you're getting punched and electrocuted at the same time <laughs> when one of them goes off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, man, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it was basically I was just Lady Liberty. I got shot and then fell backwards. That's about it. Yeah. Kind of a shootout. How did it feel? Yeah, that was a lot of fun though. Um, good. Well, I came out of my trailer. I just like happened to peek out of my trailer to see the you know the progress of the guy that was squibbing me. Yeah. <laughs> Special effects. And so I peek out of my trailer and I see like hundreds of feet of wire and I, <laughs> and I go, and I, go uh, I go hey man what's all that and he goes oh this is what we're hooking up to you oh my <laughs> like, god oh, oh lord here we that's go that's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah it was pretty funny did it feel exactly the way they told you it would feel um, no, I love the stunt coordinator, um, Rick. He's a good friend also. Um, Rick actually cut up like a yoga mat yep. and really thin, and he placed it between my skin and the squib. So it was, it was, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. I didn't really, I didn't feel too, I mean, I felt, I still felt a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it prevented, it prevented like, because you can get burned, um, right. you can get 
easily. You can get um, bruised easily as mm-hmm. well. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I was pretty – I mean, I bruised easily anyway, which <laughs> probably not in the right <laughs> – Probably not in the right business for that, but yeah, I'm always bruised up. Now, you, you were a bus driver again for Jane the Virgin. Oh, that was awesome! Yeah, I did that. I did that one out in LA. Um, nice. Yeah, there again. There's, there's, you know, I don't want to give all these secrets away, but there's a bit of a shortage of female um, CDL holding stunt women. So. Sure. Um, yeah, so they they called me and um, I went. Trust to me, LA. I, I don't I don't think any woman who's listening to this right now is going to take on the same things that you're taking on. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. <laughs> you are special. You are absolutely special, and I don't think anybody in the world is going to go like, you know what? I need I need to do this. <laughs> well, uh, the good thing is, if I don't find work, I can always. Drive tractor trailers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh my, oh my God. You'd probably be smacking other trailers off the road and stuff like that. Oh God. <laughs> so tell me about Jane, tell me about Jane the Virgin. How was that like? Um, oh, that was amazing. Uh, Gina Rodriguez was great. Everybody, yeah. it was funny because that episode was also directed by a Gina. So you can imagine the oh, really? chaos. Wow. When when somebody would yell, Gina, there's three of us. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I only know like one or two other Gina's. <laughs> so um, <laughs> to have three on set. Yeah, that was crazy. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was awesome. I, um, I actually, it's really funny because the guys that brought the bus, we, we were wrapping um, for lunch and the guys that brought the bus over <clears throat> were in the, the doorway and they go, okay, since we're wrapping, um, I'm going to parallel park it here. So if, if you want to jump out, you know, I'll park it for you. And I said, no, that's okay. I can parallel park the bus. <laughs> I pulled it. I parallel parked it right into a spot in, in Los Angeles um, in between two cars. And uh, they were like, dude, where'd you learn how to drive a bus? <laughs> Right. So it's funny because, you know, I, I get on set and people are like, um, all right, who are you? And I'm like, uh, the motorcycle stunt woman. And they're like, no, really, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, no, really, I am. So it's kind of cool, I think, because of my size and the fact that I'm a girl. They don't think, oh, here's the tractor trailer driver. Here's the right. motorcycle stunt girl. Right. So it's kind of funny. You know, I've been teaching – martial arts for over 30 years and to, to women and size have never in my life come into a mathematical wow. equation. You know, when, yeah. when I think, when I think of a five foot three woman, I think of a missile <clears throat> or a bullet that's coming at you. I, I would, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I would never ever downplay her ability to do Anything. I mean, anybody who would do so is really an idiot. I'll be honest with you. You're really an idiot. Because five foot three, I mean, you, first of all, you're compact. You, you are close to the yeah. ground. You have a better center of gravity. You have the ability to throw an excellent punch and very difficult to hit and very difficult to drop. So that, that is the most 
probably the most right. dangerous. You know what I mean? If I had a five foot nine <laughs> woman who was like 130 pounds, I could drop her. You know, you could drop those people like in five seconds. But some somebody like your size, like that would like she would probably kill you. Like that's so. Yeah, I find these people laughable. I find these people laughable. That's funny. Tell me, tell me about a a great movie that you worked on, which which is you know part of our lives actually, which is The Irishman. You know, talking about the fact that you and I are both Sicilian, so you worked in The Irishman. Oh my god! And the only reason I booked that is because I'm Italian. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. There you go. Got me somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> um, that, yeah, that, that was amazing. So, um, I, uh, wow. Just watching Scorsese, um, and De Niro work like right yeah. in front of me, right next to me. I mean, that, that was, that was just amazing. It was right. awesome. As an, um, as an, as an Italian, did, I mean, you must've watched the Godfather as a child and what have you considering your, oh your, yeah. You're, you're, yep. I mean, you've been to Sicily. I mean, how did the, I mean, I'm probably never going to have another chance to ask another human being this question, but w- w- when you're, when you're watching these people act, knowing that you're, p- first of all, part of the heritage and that you, they've made movies that quite essentially have, have pinpointed our heritage as well. Godfather one, Godfather two. And yeah, I'll count Godfather right. three as well. By Mario Puzo, by the way. Yeah. How does it feel to be part of be part of that group? <laughs> um, just an honor. It no. it was um, a good friend of mine actually recommended me um, for that for you know God bless for one of those friend. roles. They said, "Yeah, oh God, I know." And I sent him a picture of my um, SAG award nomination for the Irishman for best stunt yeah. ensemble. And he, and, and I said, thank you, Andre. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was amazing. But wow. um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was just quite an experience. I will never forget that. Um, yeah. And I was out in LA, I guess when I, when I did Jane, the Virgin, and a good right. friend of mine is um, Al Pacino's producer. And mm. so we, uh, the three of us actually went to lunch. So that, so I didn't get to work with uh, Al in The Irishman. Right. Um, we were scheduled different days. But um, it was, I mean, the whole time uh, we were eating, we just talked nothing but Sicily and Italy and his yeah. heritage. And, you know, it's just so cool to bond with someone over their, you know, their heritage. heritage yeah. It was just, it was, that was another surreal moment. But uh, set, up, set up the scene for me, set up the scene for me. So you're on set. Who's on set with you? What's happening? Um, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese. So, <laughs> um, Bobby and Marty, that's what they call it, right, you know, they're right. calling each other. Um, and they were just, uh, uh, it was in Umberto's Clam House. So we were actually in the restaurant oh, yeah. on, the, on the stage, yeah. And it's where De Niro comes in and starts shooting um, 
shooting up the uh, – who did he kill? He killed – I can't remember the guy he killed in the restaurant that was eating dinner with his family. Um, but basically we're all there and um, – oh, wait, this is the best. This is the. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't know who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> we have a lot. I hope I don't get in trouble. You're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> so when I got the phone call to do the Irishman, yeah, you think I was going to say no? I had, I had broken my wrist and I was in a cast. Wow. So I called. I called my doctor and he cut the cast off. Shut up. <laughs> so. I, you are Sicilian. Wow. <laughs> yep. And he gave me um, he gave me a removable cast, and right. uh, you know, so I didn't. I knew that it wasn't going to be anything. I knew the stunts weren't going to be like too crazy or anything. Right. I mean, my wrist was was healing. It's not like I just got the cast and my wrist was still broken. It was towards right. the end of my recovery, but. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's always tricky trying to find. I always have to find doctors who are willing to work with me, um, <laughs> because that's just. I mean, I crash. I crashed a car. I crashed a car on a show, with a broken shoulder. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm only getting so much trouble. Wow. You're but crazy. It's, you Don't, know, name it's like, Don't name the no, show. Don't name the show. No, I'm not naming anything. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's just, you know, you you work through. I know plenty of people that work with injuries. Sure. Um, uh, I've worked another show with a broken foot in yeah. six-inch heels. Right. Um, wow. I, I had just, I literally had just broken it and... I couldn't call. I couldn't call and cancel the stunt. Right. So I went in there. I shoved my sh- my I shoved my foot in the shoe and went to work. But you know, and then afterwards, I went to the doctor and got X-rays, and he was like, "It's broken." And I'm like, "Well, I <laughs> kind of thought it was, but." Yeah, I know. Thank you. Yeah. So it's you know, I mean, it's <laughs> I shouldn't say it's part of the job. But, <laughs> You know, it is what it you're is. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah. And, yeah. And um I think that's why I'm so I'm so happy right now to be at home working on my house. Right. Because of all my broken bones I've had since I bought the house, I haven't been able to fix it up. Right. So there's always been something, you know, wrong. And now you have time anyway. to like just heal and I'm healed. And take care of your house. God yeah. for I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, knock on wood, no injuries right now. No, you're doing just fine. Yeah. You, you know, so, yeah. you know, how about Gotham? So before we, before we close out today, so you had yep. a lot of work on Gotham. I wanted to end on Irish, I'll be honest with you, but, but Gotham is, is something that's pretty special. Go ahead. Yeah. Love, love, love the stunt coordinator. Um, love the show. Um, I love, you know, you, you, you get on a set and you're working with directors and actors and <clears throat> that, that was just one good show where everybody worked well together. Um, everybody was, it, it was just, it was wonderful. It, it was, it was just a treat to work with everybody um, 
on that production that was involved with the production. Hair and makeup, wardrobe, everyone on Gotham was wonderful. Yeah. It's a good show, too. Very good show. It lasted a very mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, you... I was so sad to see it come to an end. Oh, it, it needs to come to an end. I mean, yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I, it, it kind of irked me, the show, from the very beginning. So I wanted to see it change and develop and evolve throughout its years. So the first, mm-hmm. first year when it came out, I didn't like it. The second year it came <laughs> out, I, I, started, I started liking it. Liking it in the third season, fourth season, then I started liking the show. So, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it just happens. It just happens. So, what are you looking forward to in your film career right now? What, what films are you looking forward to in your future? Um, well, I mean, right now it doesn't look like anyone's going to sh- be shooting until next year. Um, right now, I am stunt coordinating. Um, acting. I had a pretty big acting role in this one as well really? as coordinating. Um, yeah, out in LA. And um, actually, I've done some. Uh, I've done some practice, some previs work. I don't know if you're familiar with that term. Uh, yeah. Previs. Okay. Previs is, so, previs is the uh, ac- action before the um, before the uh, stunt goes. But what, explain to my audience. I mean, we, we well, I've had so many people explain. But go ahead. And, well, when you do like if you're if you're doing um, if you're doing a fight scene, you might want to get everybody together in a gym and film the previs. Yeah. So right. it's it's going to be the pre visualization of uh, your stunt. Yeah. So yeah. I've actually been um, lucky, and I've I've been doing some previs work here too on my days off. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a. Uh, horror movie and um, really, yeah, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be great, yeah. Um, you, you so know, I've been coordinating. You've been coordinating, been coordinating a, a little bit, yeah. What do you yeah, mean coordinating? Have, um, Tell me. Uh, well, I just I stunt coordinated a film called uh, What Breaks the Ice, and that's okay. actually with Sof- Sophia. I think I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Hublitz. And she plays the daughter on Ozark. Yeah, Sophia Hubbins um, and Amy Mullins. Yes. And then uh, yes, so, Madeline so I, Klein. Yeah, in, and that one, um, that one was great. So basically I have, I mean, I, I consider myself, I mean, safety is number one with everything. And um, so uh, I had a, a coordinator that just had his plate full and gave me a call and said, hey. Right. Um, I mean, I had, I had coordinated stuff before, um, on a smaller scale, but, uh, I don't know when that movie's coming out. It, it should be coming out soon. Oh, you know what? I think they're looking for buyers right now for the film. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so that's going to be a good one. And then, um, and then the one that I'm coordinating out in LA as soon as we get back, but I really don't right. think anything's going to happen until next year, to be honest. No, we're gonna we're gonna have to wait a little while. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait a little yeah. while. You know, full disclosure, you know, you're this is we're starting our ninth season of the show here, and you're probably my hundred fifth guest uh, so <laughs> so, so far. Yeah, and you know what's very interesting is that you're the first Sicilian. I think you're the first Sicilian uh, that I've ever yapped about Sicily with 
on, on yes. the entire program. So nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's hilarious. You know, that's why when you said previs, I'm like, yeah, I think my audience heard previs about a billion times by now. But yeah, it's one of those things that you, you never know, like when the, a new person's listening and they don't understand or they don't know. You don't want to keep right, them out of right. it or just assume that they know and just like, you know, pretend they're an idiot. So you want to keep on explaining what previs is. Um, yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of movie and, movies in pre-production going on here, uh, so we're, we're very much looking forward to to your your up and coming future projects. What do you want for your future? What do you want? Um, I mean, obviously, I I started a little later in the business than your average stunt woman. You keep um, on saying that, but I think you caught up pretty fast, so. Yeah, I, 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 try. I think I, I, I try, think you but... can let that go now. I mean, you caught up pretty damn fast. <laughs> okay, so so my my point is, Steve, I'm old. <laughs> so, you are not uh, old. Luck, you're <laughs> luckily. I'm okay. I'm getting there. So luckily, I can still ride motorcycles. I can still stunt drive. Um, yeah. I can still drive. You know, commercial vehicles. That stuff isn't going to go away for a while. So I think the natural progression is stunt coordinating. Um, And I absolutely love it. I love trying to figure things out and how things are going to work. So I think, you know, I, if I've, I've said before, if I'm not challenged, I, I get bored and forget about it. Like I need a challenge. I need something to work on, you know, that I can't figure out. I absolutely love it. Love learning things, new things. And, you know, so. Yeah. When you're a big stunt yeah, coordinator, probably, you, you, you still going to come on the show? Big, you come back and join us again? Big, yeah, whatever. I'm big. Some giga- oh, when, you're, when you're some gigantic, yes. because you, you already have done some gigantic projects. You know, when yeah, you're this huge star, <laughs> when you're this gigantic, are you still going to come on the show? Are you going to come back and join us, you, you big Sicilian star? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, you know, oh, there, there, you. There's, there's, there's a secret to what you do because, you know, if we're going to be honest with each other, there's a reason mm-hmm. why people want to spend 12, 14, 16, 18, sometimes 18 hours a day with you in the rain and the snow. There's a reason why people trust you in sleeky streets. There's a reason why people want to work with you. What do you, what do you think, honestly, what do you think those qualities are? Um, you know, I, I think, like I said before, safety to me is number one. Um, you know, I'm mature (laughs) beyond what I want to be. Um, I'm responsible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always, I've always, always keeping my eye out for anything unsafe on set when we're filming. Um, I pay attention to detail. I listen to direction. Uh, I keep my mouth shut and do my job basically. So, and I, and then, you know, that can be fun too. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that you're likable. As well. Yeah, I mean, That's I, you, said you're you know, fun. and and like when I'm coordinating. Yeah. And I know this goes for other coordinators. Um, 
maybe I shouldn't speak for other coordinators. Um, but, you know, <laughs> think about it. If, if you're going to spend 18 hours with somebody on set, do you, do you want to spend 18 hours with somebody who's like <laughs> Debbie Downer? <laughs> no right. offense to Debbie's, but you know, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I want to. That's what everybody wants to hear. Everybody wants to hear this. Yeah, you want to. You, you know, you, you want to spend time with somebody who's uh, fun and has a good time, enjoys life, and right. You know. Would you consider so. yourself easily directable? Oh yes, definitely, hmm. Hmm. definitely. When people tell you what to do or, or where to go and, and how to make it happen, you make it happen. Done. Done. Yep. Hmm. You have that confidence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where did that confidence come from? <laughs> I mean, I know we talked a lot, but what did that, what did that internal confidence come from? Did you, were you just born with it? Was it just you? Did it just come from, your tr- from training, from just being a studious? I don't, you know, I don't know because I certainly wasn't Miss Popular back in middle school and high school. Um, really? No. I find that <clears throat> no middle school. No nah, middle school was, you know, people picked on me. Really? Oh, yeah. It was. Oh yeah, it was not not pretty. <laughs> but you know, whatever. It's really funny because I had um, this was even like just a few years ago, I yeah. had uh, one of the guys that picked on me the most and it wasn't, he didn't pick on me because he liked me. I'll tell you that right now. But mm. one of the guys that picked on me the most um, slipped me his business card a few years ago. And I oh thought my to myself, do you know how many times you made me cry after school and not want to wake up the next morning and go to school? And you think wow. I want to go out on a date with you? You out of your no, mind? That's why he gave you his business card. Oh yeah, he wanted to go out. He wanted to ask me what on a, a date. First of all, why? <laughs> hey, if you're listening, what's his name? What's his name? Glenn. Hey, Glenn. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, first of all, you're a jackass. Number one, why you're a jackass? You gave her a business card to ask her out, jackass. Second of all, you shouldn't have been pick, you shouldn't have been picking on her in the first place, jackass. So Thank that, you. that yeah, that's just right there, Glenn. Nobody ever, nobody ever had the greatest sexual experience in their life and went, oh, thank you, Glenn. So thank you, Glenn. Take, take that and shove yeah. it. it. Yeah, it was, it was, he made my life miserable. He absolutely he was an, did. He's an asshat, you know. Any, you know, what, what I've taught yeah. my students for, for all my, my <laughs> life, you know, to all the girls, you know, if a guy treats you like crap because they like you, it's not because they like you. It's because they don't understand how to respect women. And you can go F yourself. Seriously. Thank you. It's the guy, no, it's the guy who's <laughs> right. It's, it's the guy. Is it the guy who sits there and listens to you by like Bridget and Tammy who are giving you crap, who's listening to you really close and like really is interested in your stories. That guy likes you. That guy's worth your time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that guy who's like picking on you and like, th- you know, throwing your stuff around and picking on your pigtails and, you know, slapping you about, that person doesn't know, oh, doesn't call- respect women oh. at all. Uh, yeah, calling me names, embarrassing oh. me, calling me names at the lunch table. Screw oh, you, Glenn. I, I just, 
You know, it's just those. Ah, I wish I, I those kind of memories. I know yeah, a lot of people no. have have dealt with that in school, and it's always you know, it's always a, a you know, who's yeah. who's the most popular in school? Well, yeah. it wasn't me. Um, I, I, you know, but I now that I now. I remember there was there was a girl in high school that I wrote poetry for because I had no way to express myself to. I wrote a poetry for a poetry to, for her, and she called me creepy. And I felt I was like, "Whoa!" I felt so Seriously? ashamed. Yeah, she called me creepy because I wrote her. I wrote her a poem. Can you be, believe that? And, and then I went to college the next year, and then she joined me in college. And she went. I was writing. I was writing a book, and she came along and was in, in line, and she was talking to me. And she asked me out, and I go, do you remember me? And she goes, oh, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> I go, do you remember when you called me creepy? She goes, did I call you creepy? And I go, you did. And goodbye. Oh. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, I know. People who make other people feel bad really yeah. suck. Yeah. Bye. That's just, that's not And cool. you're really hot, too. No. I mean, good luck to you. But you're, but with. You know, no, no, thank you, because you're a horrible yeah, exactly. person. There's something yep. about you that's, that's something about you that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, True. we got that out of the way. All right. <laughs> so, so, well, there you go. <laughs> so, there, so there's, you, I'm going to give you a hypothetical real fast. So there's, because we uh-huh. we need to go. So there, there's a yeah. little girl in Virginia, Jersey. Yep. She's a little Italian girl, little Sicilian girl. She wants to grow up. She saw you. She wants to grow up to be just like you. In ways. What advice do you have to give her? Don't ever give up. Just don't ever give up. And if any, if anybody wants help, I am always there to help. If you want to learn how to ride a motorcycle, if you want advice in the business, I, I just... You know, I just, I really believe in dreams. What if she gets picked and on? I'll what if she's getting picked on right help now? Help you the most I can. <laughs> Things will change when you get older. <laughs> and then everyone's going to like you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always here to support people and, um, give them any help that they need really so yeah. you're a very, very kind human being i you know I, i've enjoyed this it, it felt like we went through like a, your life history today you know it, it doesn't always feel that way for me <laughs> but we we, we definitely we definitely went through the trek together and i really enjoyed our our conversation especially talking about sicily and your life and your family. Let me ask you. Let me ask you another question. You know, how does your family feel about your life now? Because I, I'm assuming your, oh. is, your gra- is your grandmother is your grandmother still alive right now? Oh yeah, she's 97. Oh my God, they never die, do they? Wow. No, <laughs> no. Wow. And she's still watching my stuff on TV. Awesome. Wow. She's so proud of please, me. Please tell me how your family feels about your career now. Um. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, yes. they are very supportive. Uh, however, there was rumor that they wanted to put me in, like, some kind of uh, therapy 
for a midlife crisis or mental breakdown when I said I was going to New York to study acting and, and, and getting divorced at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they, they, they were not happy at all. They told me I couldn't make it because I didn't have a theater degree. Right. Um, and then now everybody that comes into the house, they, uh, they are shown my work on TV. <laughs> yeah, you know, so they're I, very proud I, of me now. I can understand. I mean, you, you know, we we did mention that you you are you are manic. You you are very into it. You're you're very strong. Um, mm-hmm. You're obsessive compulsive. You 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 definitely fit the bill of somebody that, for some parents and what have you, would would seem unstable. But you, yeah. you have you have had the ability to be stable in your life uh, with your child with yeah. your existence with your career what what, what is it what is it you what did you do privately to make that happen you you must have done something you mean like yoga I mean, what are you <laughs> no no not that <laughs> below not that crap not that crap <laughs> because I am not, no, I'm talking I am, about like I'm talking about just looking at your life, acknowledging who you are, acknowledging what's going on with with who you are as an as an existent human being, and just going like you know screw it, I'm just going to go forward. You that's know, exactly. I I, are you kidding? I do that. I do that every day. I just two days ago, I just patched the entire foundation in concrete. I learned how to do concrete work. Yeah. And, and patched the whole thing. I'm laying stone right now around my foundation. I mean, I'm doing things. I'm using skill saws and nail guns and building stuff. And I've never done this stuff in my life. I just went out and bought a bunch of power tools. And I said, you know what? I want barn doors. I'm not paying $1,000. I'm going to build them myself. Right. And they look better than anything I ever would have bought. Right. So, you know, maybe that's my... Maybe that maybe if I kept screwing up all of my projects, right, <laughs> it'd be a different right. story. But I right. keep getting more and more confident because I'm actually doing yeah. this stuff. Yeah, you are successful. You are you are being successful at things that, you, quite honestly, I don't think a lot of people could be successful at. You you are a gem. Ah. See, you are a diamond. Know. You are a di- you are a diamond in the rough. I believe in everybody. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't. Thank <laughs> I, you. I, I don't. <laughs> I, so I'm sorry to say that. I just don't. But, you know, mm. you are absolutely a diamond in the rough. And you work so hard yeah. for everything you've ever Thanks. accomplished. And I'm nobody. Work hard. I, you know, I'm nobody to say that I'm proud of you, but I, I am absolutely so proud of you of who you are and your career what you've accomplished and i'm looking forward to everything you're going to do in the future because i know for a fact there is nothing you can't do thank you (laughs) i appreciate that (laughs) absolutely girl you know tell my audience right now tell our audience right now how they can reach how they can look at your stuff how can they reach you uh, how Oh, IMDb. That, that is so easy. Um, uh, IMDb, Instagram, I just left my name the same, no stage name, um, Gina Limbrick. So 
every it's everywhere. Um, yeah. My email, everything, just Gina Gina Limbrick. Did did you uh, did you uh, uh, intentionally leave a lot of your stuff vague? Like where you grew up and where you <laughs> yes, and, because, because you I don't... you laughed about that earlier. Okay. Go ahead. But this is this is different because because I'm on the telephone with you. Yes. I don't think that there are people listening, so I feel like we're just having a normal we, conversation. We have we have three thousand people listening right now. Stop. <laughs> well, thank you, no. thank you, no. <laughs> thank you for saying that. I'm easy to talk to. Did you say that again, please? You, so my audience can hear that. You. Oh, you are you are just you are so easy to talk to. So you. you know, I've probably spilled more about my life than I normally do. I don't like to talk about myself. <laughs> I yes. don't, you know. But this was this was just so much fun. So yes, I do, yeah. I do leave things pretty vague. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna look <laughs> at my thing right now. There's 2,600 people listening to us right now. Shut up! That is crazy. <laughs> no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. There's that many people listening to us right now, and a couple of them are foreigners, and they're listening to us right now, and they're enjoying what you have to say. You know, you blessed Aww. us uh, being on the show today. You certainly shared so much of your life, so much of your oh, experience. Did. <laughs> you did. But you shared so much great, so much great advice for people to listen to. So much great, uh, you know, understanding that they needed to go forward in their lives, regardless of what it is: motorcycle riding, stunt work, yep. acting. I mean, having a child, being divorced. You've you've explained it all. And we really mm-hmm. appreciate you being part of our show. We appreciate you Aww. being. In this world, and we look forward Thank to your you. career in the future. Oh well, I look forward to talking to you in the future. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk again. I, I I promise you that, either here or in Sicily. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All, All right. right, girl. All right, we're going to give you a clap track out. We're going to clap you out, girl. Yay. And, and thank, Yay. Again, thank you so much for being on the show today. You 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 really are a fantastic human being. Thank you so much. Aw. Thanks, Steve. Have a wonderful day. Me too. We're going to clap you out. All right. Bye. Hi, girl. Hi. What an amazing human being, right? She shared with you her entire life. You know, it's the one thing I love about this show is that a lot of people just don't think people are listening. A lot of people just don't think people are 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 part of the show, are interested, or I don't know what they're thinking, I'll be honest with you. So when they talk, they, they talk as if they're in a room one by one. And I love that. I adore that. Gina was fantastic. Gina Limbrick was, was amazing. She told you about her having a child when she was, I believe, 19 years old. He's, what, 31 years old now? He's a grown-ass man. Divorced from her husband. More, I mean, she she says she started off her career late in her life. I, I just don't see it that way. I see that she started off her life when she wanted to start off her life. And that's just the way it worked. So thank you. 
Gina, we are blessed to have you on our show. My audience is blessed to have heard your story. We are blessed to have heard your advice on riding motorcycles, on starting your career a little later in your existence. Not late in your life, but a little later in your existence than you thought it was. From Virginia to Jersey to New York, she worked extremely hard. Saw her ex-husband on a motorcycle and said, Damn it, I'm tired of this. I need to be on one myself. The next thing you know, she's on that motorcycle. Next thing you know, she's teaching other people. Next thing you know, she's riding that motorcycle in Daredevil. When a movie asks for her to ride a bus, she takes four weeks off and gets that degree, gets that license. And she can park that bus. And they think she's nuts because she's five foot three. She talked about her experiences with injuries. Talking about her son being a computer person and helping him with his Jeep. She's the one doing it. She's the one taking charge of her existence. You heard that, right? She's the one who is in charge of her life. And she will do it. She wants to be a stunt coordinator in her life, and I have no doubt she'll succeed. I have no doubt that she'll be the number one, if not the number number two person in, the, in our career, in our life. Because she wants it. This girl wants it. Whatever she wants, she's going to get it. She's going to fight for it. I have no doubt. Gina Limbrick, thank you so much for being on the show today. You blessed us with all of your information, all of your kindness, all of your generosity, and plainly with your time, which is generous. So we don't have a lot of it. And to all of you, thank you so much for listening to us today. Remember, today, like all days, right now, like all nows, is a time of reflection. I want you to reflect on your life. Listen to Gina. What are you doing in your life? Are you writing that book? Are you reading that book? Are you watching that movie? Are you reading that movie? Are you making things happen? Are you changing For the better, not for the worse, but for the better. What are you doing? This is a time of reflection. We've been sent to our rooms to say, what have you been doing with your life? Well, what have you been doing with your life? It's time for us all to move on. time for us all to forgive other people forgive ourselves and start loving ourselves and loving other people again 
we don't have a lot of time on this earth. We just don't. Remember your life is sacred. I love you all. God bless you all. This has been Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for listening today. I'll talk to you soon.